Hey guys, my name's Sammy, and I'm here with Canal, and this is Cats and Cappuccinos. I believe we're on episode seven now. Episode seven. Yeah, seven heaven. Double <laughs> oh seven. Uh, oh, and yeah, the passing of Sean Connery. That was a big one for a lot of people. You know, man. And yeah. uh, and then Alex Trebek too. Wow. I know. I've been watching Jeopardy with my grandparents for years. It's insane. Did you watch? Did you watch that ABC special that they released for for Alex Trebek? No, I don't really watch uh, TV. I just kind of watch Netflix. Okay, I haven't seen it yet, but I told it was incredibly moving, and it just kind of celebrated how wonderful a person he was. Oh, so, I should watch that. Yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna make time this weekend to watch it. Amongst the 800 things that I have to do this weekend. What about you? What do you have to do? Work, you know. Work, yeah. <laughs> server uh, life. Server life. I am. I have to sit behind a desk for another eight hours tomorrow. <laughs> I just get to roll silverware and, you know, run around like a crazy person. And, oh. yeah. See, if they allowed me to run around at work like a crazy person or just like myself in general, I'd be okay with that. You do, when you're on stage. This is true. Wait, do I really? <laughs> well, not really. But yeah, like you're I'm always like... but you get it all out there, you know, like So The energy max. <laughs> What's that? The energy matches. This is true. I try. I try to keep it up there. But um, my man Paul Grunts told me that he would purchase me a keytar, um, and I will. And the only payback would be I have to use it for at least one song per gig. And um, that's like not, a really sweet deal. Not happening. Why? <laughs> Just do it. The keytar is. <laughs> Can you see me on stage running around with a guitar? Actually, don't answer that. Yes. Damn it. I don't. And you could like jump like Mark Hoppus does with his bass. Because <laughs> he's like hop. I, I think that's why his last name is Hoppus, because he hops. He's got the hops. He's got the hops. <laughs> My God. So, um, I made pizza bagels yesterday. Oh, right on. Um,. Did you call it a gravy bagel? No, I called it a pizza <laughs> bagel because I'm not a savage. Wait, Mark Hoppus, isn't he like 50 years old now? And he still looks good. Okay. Yeah, but he's, he's still singing about them teenage problems. I don't know, man. I'm here for it. It's okay. He's a bass player. Bass players, I still relate. They, they get to do things. He gets to... He does what he wants. Have you ever seen the skit he did for bass players where he got... He's like, guys, oh. you gotta stop standing in the corner. Yeah, the you college humor one? Known. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's actually one of my favorite videos. I love Mark Hoppus. He's just, like, such a quality human being. <laughs> I think, um... I think if I were to play the guitar, and I'm not saying I will, but if I were to play it, it would be me sitting or standing in the corner of a, a dimly lit stage so that nobody could see it happen. No, you gotta come out. You gotta do the hoppus. The hoppus. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll channel my inner 182 and... Uh... I'm at least channeling my inner 182. <laughs> it's like every um, time someone says something, like, 
I can't help but answer like we're professional. We professionally suck at what we do. Right, right. <laughs> or it's like the the Guns N' Roses intro. Well, they're like you one of the best. Well, they're not here, you know. <laughs> so this is what you're getting. <laughs> There's a generation gap. Yeah, but uh, speaking of my man Paul, Paul has a band called Televolvin. They are uh, like a death black metal, doom metal. They're fantastic. Um, they're a band with two vocalists. Um, a lot of the work is uh, the kind of like brainchild of Greg Lehman. Greg is a fantastic songwriter. He's an excellent guitar player. Just very cool guy super gracious person too so you know i'll put a link below to their stuff um if you like if you like the real dark kind of almost horror heavy kind of epic storytelling metal um definitely check out televolven and big shout out to everybody in that group because um you know they, they put a lot of work in actually my man sean from man like 10 15 years ago my man sean sisty is in that group too so there's a lot of powerhouses in there, you know, so big shouts, big shouts, um, and no kitar, and no kitar whatsoever. Why are you such a hater? I'm not a hater. I actually love the fact that I don't play it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's not just the whole relic from the 80s thing. Um, even though it was around, I think it was I 70s. think it's super cool. Like, I They're think making... it's cool if someone comes out with a guitar. Like, when Victoria Asher had the guitar, I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> it's making somewhat of a resurgence, but, um, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Um, but whatever. Look, I have a ukulele I that I still don't know how to play. It's just in my room. <laughs> I haven't heard Cobra Starship in a minute. Um, but I love them. They were like do you one really? of my favorites. No, yeah, they were one of my favorites. Like in wow. high school, like Gabe Supporter, I had like the biggest crush on him. <laughs> I think like I like made a whole Tumblr post about him one time. <laughs> I was such like like I was like 14 years old. Like yes. <laughs> My soulmate. Like, me and my friend, like, straight up, like, so, like, the running joke was, like, she got Pete Wentz, I got Gabe Saporta, because obviously they're both extremely attractive, and you can't fight when you're, like, 14 years old, you know, you can't fight over these bad guys that will never date you, and, um, but looks-wise, she, like, it was weird, because she, we always said she was Gabe and I was Pete, and then I think it's, especially because I had, like, his haircut. Oh, Yeah. Oh what? yeah, it was bad. Did you really? I um I was like 14 years old, so I cut off my hair and I dyed it black, and I had the heavy bangs, and obviously I dressed like a little emo kid. So I wear like <laughs> my like skinny jeans, my band shirts, you, you know the whole my Converse, and I yeah, wrote the lyrics on my Converse because everyone did. That was the thing, yeah. <clears throat> I still but, remember um, it was like wink wink to a fall boy lyrics everywhere. Yeah. Vicky T, she like wore dresses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Vicky yeah. T's a badass. She's really cool. Like she's just like they were all really cool. I don't know. I, we used to watch Cobra Cam. Like we would, like I remember. Um, oh, on the on the shows. That's yeah, cool. we would watch their Cobra <laughs> Cam whenever, and like we would just quote it all the time. And honestly, that's 
we started drinking Coke and vodka because Cobra drank Coke and vodka. <laughs> In the teenage years? The teenage years. <laughs> uh, childhood memories. <laughs> yeah, I still remember seeing Cobra Starship sell um Send my love to the dance floor. I'll see you in hell. I remember seeing that video and like I was like, I don't know, maybe 13, 14 or whatever, however old I was. I remember seeing it on MTV and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And there was a snake and or I should say this cobra was telling him what to do and it gave him his life purpose. And yeah, I thought that was cool. (laughs) I've always wanted a cobra or an animal to come down and just tell me my life's purpose, preferably a cat. Cat to come down and be like, "This is what you're meant to do," and I this go, is... "Cool, <laughs> makes sense." And then I like completely do a 180 and change my life. Wow. <laughs> um, cats yes. and cats and cobras. Um, you know, um, interestingly enough, uh, I'm sure. Well, you probably know this, but. Um, when cats uh, will sleep, uh, they curl up, and apparently that is a, a level of protection because when cats curl up to other animals, they could appear that they might be a snake. So, yeah. That's cool. So, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. I mean, I've seen cats like uh, attack snakes and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of animals are territorial, but like you're talking about a territorial animal plus, you know, an apex like instinctual predator. So, you know, don't mess sense. with the cats. Oh my god! <laughs> so I have a cup of tea with me today. I got Starbucks. <sighs> Delicious. Oh, what did you get from the Buck uh, of the Stars? I got a almond milk of. Uh, cinnamon foam cold brew thing it's good that is not actually what it's called i always forget what it's called and i always sound like a hot mess and i'm like it's the (laughs) almond milk foam drink thing the vegan one Um, like exactly like that that's exactly how i order it and they it's really good i recommend um, I'll, I guess I'll try it. I don't know. The last time I went to a Starbucks, I got no actually, ice. Actually, I went recently. I went like a, like two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. I went. Yeah, two weeks ago I went to a Starbucks. Um, it was uh, it was a quick visit. Uh, what did I get? I got yeah, I got a I got an, uh, a London fog. So, nice. Because of yeah. course I'm gonna get tea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> makes sense. I used to get the um, oh, the you know uh, white mocha. But I would get it with the whole milk and like the double shot espresso with the whipped cream and the chocolate drizzle. I basically got a milkshake, you know, it's I, the same thing. Typically, I got like, um, I, I don't know, I just felt like being fancy today. But typically, I would get like a venti, like cold brew or like iced coffee, no ice, just black. Or I'll get like a venti black coffee with a, like a red eye or sometimes a black eye, depending on like... Yeah, you know how what I mean. You need. Yeah, yeah, and like I just, but I always just typically drink black coffee. But for but this almond coffee is pretty good actually. Like if you're great, especially if you like cinnamon. I do, I do. I really, I really enjoy it. Um, and for me to like swap out like black coffee for flavor coffee is interesting. That's yeah, it doesn't even sound like a typical, but you know. <laughs> 
Um, I use cinnamon, like the cloves of cinnamon in a lot of things that my mom showed me how to make, uh, like rice dishes and stuff like that. I use cinnamon in pasta dishes. Mmm. Tell me more. Uh, I mix it with like rosemary and thyme. And, like I don't know. I just make it. I don't really think about it. Oh yeah. Well, I'm gonna. I don't know. Let's uh, let's explore that one day. So um, the group chat is blowing up right now. <laughs> So, uh, Sammy and I have started a little bit of a group chat. Well, you started the group chat. I'm really just a bystander (laughs) of this. It's already muted, by the way. Yeah, it's been muted on on both of ours because all you guys would be hearing is a bunch of notifications. Um, iPhone. Oh, what? Droid. iPhone. Droid. Oh my god, Droid. For sure, Droid. Why? Because then it could, like my iPhone connects to my laptop, my iPad. It's great. It's all connected. I don't have to think about anything. My Droid connects to everything. Uh, yeah, and but then you have to learn how to use it. That's just too much work. I know how to use my iPhone. I like my iPhone. The the, the Droid is is it you know it's Linux, but it's it's pretty it's pretty analogous to any sort of like even Windows or just regular programming. Um, the file structure. It's all, all the, the file trees, the link trees, it's, it's all there. Um, if you're getting Domino's pizza what? and you live in New York, <laughs> you're not, like, there's something wrong with you. And clearly, you just haven't gone to the right places and you have terrible friends. I mean, I don't know I'm not who sure said if you that. even have friends, but still. I'm reading the group chat now. Oh. Who's... <laughs> <laughs> Who said you have terrible friends? I said they have terrible friends oh. if they are going to Domino's and they live I'm in not... New York and they're saying it's better pizza. So like here's clearly what... you haven't been to the right places. Um, yeah, if you're calling Domino's your favorite, then you might have a, a particular instance that may need to be checked out by a medical professional. Um, but Oh, wait, wait, wait. The it... guy who posted Leahy. Yes, I agree with that gif. <laughs> so um, I'll... Oh. Um, I'll clarify. So Leahy from Trailer Park Boys, he's like, this is how I have to be to eat Domino's. And it shows Leahy. And if anyone knows Leahy, he's a total alcoholic. Just getting in the car. Yes. Um, That is from uh, a good friend. His name is Dylan Stark. He has, um, he is a tremendous musician. Exceptional musician. I think I like, okay, I think I read the group chat wrong. Sorry, guys. (laughs) It's all good. Um, His band is called Libricide. Uh, they have just good progressive metal rock um, really just exceptional musicianship uh, they're actually hitting the studio right now and he's been doing some work he actually took off of a off of work last week to, to record and oh, nice. Good for myself you. being the gracious the gracious um, team leader that I am <laughs> I'm like yeah go take a week off you know it's fine it doesn't matter it's all in the name of music um, but yeah, it's Dylan Stark. Uh, he again, what a badass musician! He does those guitar competitions. He does like the New England stuff, the um, regional competitions, and he always places. Uh, he's like top three, and and the dude is just cool. He's just a cool dude. Hang out, you know. We'll just talk about anything from like good food to good music, you know. 
and that's the thing it's like most of these musicians that you know we get to call friends we're we're almost humans too you know it's fine <laughs> but yeah he was saying that in order to um, eat dominoes he's got to be uh, bent <laughs> Leahy level bent Leahy level twisted I don't know <laughs> Wasted. Um, see, I can't even. I can't even front because I've never seen Trailer Park Boys. So it's good. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Oh, it's good. Um, I started have watching told it me for to try bubbles. Watching it, I can't do it. I, I can't do it. I watch it for bubbles. I the the monkey from Michael Jackson. No, bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. He's oh my god, he's like the one that he like lives with a bunch of kitties in his trailer. <laughs> and he like writes songs with his kitties. Oh my god, yes. Bubbles the monkey lives with kitties. No, okay. Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. See, and the there's thing is, different Bubbles. Okay, there's Bubbles from Powerpuff Girls, Bubbles the monkey, and Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. You can't get them all mixed up. Um, they're vital information. I mean, I just never got past the the title Trailer Park. <laughs> I I couldn't no, do it. Tra- do it. It's so worth it's. It's a Canadian show, if it, that helps. It takes place in Canada. <laughs> um, one of my favorite shows as a teenager was filmed in Canada. Uh, that was Highlander, the series. And, yeah, also, uh, the movie is awesome. And, you know, what band did the entire soundtrack? None other than Queen. And Queen is the greatest band of all time. That's it. That's it. There's, there's in no... Your opinion. There's no question. It is beyond contestation. Queen is the greatest band to have ever existed. That's it. They're great, but like I wouldn't say they're my like. Like I love Queen. I'm not gonna hate on Queen. There's nothing bad I can say about Queen. I just wouldn't. They wouldn't be like. Like, for me personally, I don't list like. I don't. I don't know how I'm gonna say this because I don't want to like. Because they are really amazing. I'm not trying to downplay Queen. <laughs> and they're influential, but I don't think they're the greatest for me. If that makes sense. And I love Queen. I'm not like like I'm not gonna hate if someone puts on Queen. They're they're a great band. Like Freddie Mercury's and Mercury's amazing. Like I'm not like do you know what I mean? I mean you're backpedaling like a like a but, true iPhone user. No, I'm trying to say it right because <laughs> I'm just trying to say it right because no, I want to make sure my point is. <laughs> personally, but, I would put on David. Bowie like I love Bowie but they're both great like I feel like you can't sometimes what's greatest to you may not be greatest to someone else I I understand I understand but that's why people are wrong and some people are right so (laughs) like I think Bob Dylan is one of the greatest musicians ever oh yeah for sure for sure that's not even well you're talking about people that made music that people connected to without like putting a gun to someone's head <laughs> you know yeah uh, like well that's just... what i mean if someone put a gun to my head i don't think i would have said queen i probably would say like bob dylan but that's like i said for me mm-hmm. personally and everyone's uh, different well yeah when it comes to like you know the individuality of course you know everybody has their own like the legends they've made, you know, the most important or most influential for what they do. Um, I just, for myself, it's it's absolutely Queen. It is beyond any reasonable compare. 
Um, but yeah, but that's what I mean for yourself. Also, and that's what's so beautiful about music is it's so subjective. Sure. They were actually the first band that I ever saw live. Um, I was five years old when uh, our parents took my sister and I to Sea Queen, and that was on the Magic Tour. So, yeah, that's that's, that's cool. how it started for me. Oh, yeah. Queen was my first live band. Um, and the first cassette I ever owned was uh, not even my cassette. I kind of stole it from my sister. It was the Guns N' Roses Appetite for Destruction, you know. <laughs> so, you know, we can we can start to see where my musical tastes were coming from. And uh, the first CDs I ever purchased with my own money, uh, I got them at the same time, was Dookie by Green Day and Get a Grip by Aerosmith. And like... Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction, I could tell you every song, you know, every lyric. I might not get them all right, but I could I'd probably sing along with it just fine. Um, what about you? What was the first, what was like your first album or the first album you like purchased with your, um, own, with your own cash? I like grew up like listening, always listening to music. Like my cousin was always over, my mom was always playing music. Like I grew, so I basically grew up listening to like Blink-182, um, like, no doubt, Gwen Stefani. Like, I remember I got Gwen Stefani's solo album. And it, like, like when I was, like, six or seven years old, and it, like, blew my mind. I wanted to bleach my hair and wear heels and red lipstick. And my mom was like, <laughs> what is this? And then my cousin was like, oh, you should check out No Doubt. So then I started listening to No Doubt and um, Paramore and, like, you know, all, sure. everyone. And um, I'll, like... My first concert was No Doubt and Paramore when I was 13, and I had to beg my mother. She was like, no, 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 and I was like, please, this is all I want. It's Paramore and No Doubt, you know, it's very life-changing. You can't miss that. That's like, oh. And she finally caved because one of my cousins agreed to take me and my friends, so we went, and it was amazing. And, yeah, I could probably, honestly, if someone puts on the Gwen Stefani solo album, I've probably like you like could recite every single word might get a few wrong but it was definitely super influential for me especially then when I got into No Doubt like magic and the makeup like bathwater and it was amazing to hear like someone like Gwen Stefani who I personally think is stunning like I think she's so beautiful like sing about like how she feels like about her own insecurities and about like she has this one called song called staring problem I'm like how can Gwen Stefani have a staring problem when she is the staring problem? Because the whole song is about how she's, like, drawn. Like, she's like, I'm always staring at other girls. Like, they're so pretty. Why can't I look like that? And I'm like, but you're Gwen Stefani. Right. <laughs> like, you're so stunning. And I think, in a way, it's... But I think it's important that she did that because I think it shows that, like, you know, everyone has their, like, issues. Everyone has their insecurities and that you're not always how you perceive yourself may not always be the truth like the truth and that we're always our hardest critic harshest critics yeah i mean yeah to 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 some people you know we are uh we are the hardest on ourselves and then there's the flip side there's people who think they're the greatest things ever (laughs) so (laughs) um i don't hang with those people (laughs) Yeah, those people um, aren't t- necessarily fun. I would hang out yeah. with Ben Stefani. Though I'd probably be too starstruck, honestly. I'd have a staring problem. 
Do you think Gwen Stefani is a cat or a dog person? I feel like she's... See, instinctively, I wanted to say cat, but I feel like she's a dog person. Right, right. Wonder, hmm. See, now I'm thinking of like all my, all my like my music idols that they were cat people, dog people. Or... I actually like low key kind of hate that question. Uh, yeah. Because I think it's stupid that you th- people just expect you to choose. Like I like cats and dogs. Like why does everything have to be a competition? Like just enjoy the animals. Oh, everything's a competition or just a, a, a question point. That's part of that's part of the game. But that could know. just be the Gemini in me where I'm like, I don't like decisions. <laughs> this is stupid. I'm not going to decide. Um, it's the it's like the, the question droid or iPhone. iPhone. <laughs> droid. <laughs> just droid. I mean, well, we that's not be- really a competition. That's just easy. <laughs> I don't know. Like I mean, you see, uh, cats and dogs both have their qualities. They both have their for perks. sure. Yeah, you yeah. know, droid or iPhone, just pick an iPhone. I met a. Why do you have to be very... difficult? I feel like droids are always <laughs> just so difficult. They are not difficult. They're incredibly customizable. Oh God! <laughs> I'm like, what? I don't know. I have a. I don't know. I like my. I like my droid. Um... I have a Sony, uh, Sony Xperia X, whatever, 1A Ultra, I don't know. I have an it's, iPhone something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this thing is cool. I had the X1 and the X10. Uh, honestly, the, the biggest the biggest selling point to me was that it has a 21.9 screen instead of the standard 16.9. So it has like the, uh, the true cinematic stuff. Oh, like, I wish my phone was smaller. I miss the old, the small phones. My friend had a had a, a Sprint phone that was um, analogous to a Switchblade. You just press the button, the, the phone flips up from the side. It looked pretty oh, cool, like actually. a sidekick. It wasn't like a sidekick. No, it was like it was like the size of a blade. It was oh, small. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's cool. Was it a, was it a Sprint? Was it like a Kyocera or something? I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll look it up. <clears throat> Pardon me. My, I think I need to take a, another sip of this fine tea. Uh, uh, so, oh, you go. No, I'm, I'm listening to you. No, I don't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, we release our episodes every Wednesday, and... We record on Fridays, for those of you who don't know. Um, and, you know, the typical turnaround time for us for, for editing and stuff is one thing, but uh, we'll get <clears throat> feedback from people throughout the week and whatnot. But in, in like a one day, I was getting people asking me, um, texting me angrily about the whole sauce versus gravy thing. Really? I'm like, (laughs) yeah. I feel like my friends just don't care enough. Like, they listen, they're like, oh, it's great, but they don't, they're just like, eh, whatever. Um, I thought you were making a reference at that earlier when you had said you had made pizza bagels this morning. No, I just made them yesterday because I was like, oh, I should make a pizza bagel. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we were talking about it, and it was good. Right, 
Right. So then the question about um, the best pizza comes up again. Again, going back to superlatives. Um, I just... I feel like we already discussed this. We did, like, we did, and and that's the thing. Like every one of those conversations that I was having about the whole pizza and the, no, the gravy and the sauce thing, uh, like just funneled back to the best pizza and stuff again. That is an incredibly personal topic I'm finding from a lot of people. Oh, it is. Um, yeah, those, and you're it's like fighting about, words. Yeah. So we were talking about Domino's. How you have to be on a very twisted level to call that your favorite. Yeah. Um, funny enough, uh, and this is where I kind of will lose um, a, probably a decent amount of my credibility. Uh, Domino's is like the, is, the, is the one that like sometimes my mother and father will get because um, they just, you know, well, you do. Sometimes you just do. I don't know. Yeah, like they'll they'll get it because the one my mom gets is without like tomato sauce, and the one that my father gets is like without garlic or something. I don't know. It's I feel all like the if you have like that's what I was about to say. I feel like if there's a lot of people and like everyone's customizing and stuff, like I could see how that's the easier choice. They had they have a pan pizza, which is I mean it's not like actual Chicago deep dish or anything, mm-hmm. but it's it's a pan pizza. And I'm not, I, I got to tell you, I actually really enjoyed it. I, I don't know, maybe I was just extra hungry or just extra depressed. I don't, I don't know. No, there's not, like, nothing <laughs> wrong with that. I'm just saying that, like, if you live in New York, like, there's enough really good pizza places that Domino's really shouldn't be a favorite. <laughs> also, as Sammy and I were talking, uh, we have a group chat now that's going on with a... Uh, a think tank of our of our followers here and if you would if you would like to join this uh, little group chat send uh, send one of us an email and we'll we'll try to <laughs> we'll try to get you in the rotation um so we're getting questions right now and that's why we were talking about droids or iphones um stuff like that so then <clears throat> somebody had uh, asked me What's the worst movie I've seen, or that we have seen, rather? Um, I can't even tell you. I mean... Yeah, I don't know, because I feel like if I... I feel like a lot of times if I start watching something, I lose interest, or I fall asleep, or whatever, I just forget about it. Well, I think with myself, I just start deconstructing things, like, immediately, and then everything becomes the worst... Uh, I'm not very good at the suspension of disbelief thing. I'm really not good at it. Um, I just feel like um, I just don't like, I don't know, like I don't really think about it. Like if I didn't really like it, I try not to think about it because I just don't care enough. Well, funny enough, I did, uh, I used to watch Mystery Science Theater 3000 like whenever I had a chance to and are you familiar with that show? No. Okay. So this is this is on the uh, required viewing list. But it's it's if you're not into this kind of stuff, if you're not like already familiar with it, it might be it might be a tough climb. Um this show made its uh made its mark by just ripping apart movies. Kind of like what the Screen Rant pitch meeting things is, or the Cinema Sins, or stuff like that. 
um, they had a resurgence called Rift Tracks and stuff, you know. Um, but it kind of or it originates from Mystery Science Theater, where they would take these B movies um, and they would just gain the rights to them. And there was a, a cast of characters and three characters in general, um, or three characters specifically, I should say would be watching the film so you'd see the silhouette of them as it represented like a row in the movie theater as they watch all these just awful films just awful we don't know how they got made kind of uh movies and you know they would just crack wise during the during the film make jokes of certain things and just call out the ridiculousness of oh, everything from that's why i love watching elvira films because like elvira just watches these b-side horror films she just right. has like comments on like this is great yeah oh my you know it's funny you say that i was like oh that's true and i totally forgot she did that the mistress of the dark but um, um i actually thought about a movie that i really didn't like okay it was like, i forgot the name of it because that <laughs> it was like that clint eastwood film that everyone uh, talks about uh dirty harry no i think it was the other one um grand torino no I'm the good the bad the ugly i think oh wow it was so boring <laughs> oh my god i was like checked out like it was just the most boring thing i've ever seen yeah that would be my worst movie <laughs> for no reason other than i just thought it was boring um, Didn't really resonate. Honestly, I I I don't really I, like. I've Western. never I've never seen it. Um, don't. The soundtrack is is phenomenal. That that opening. Or I that, honestly that, that couldn't theme. tell you. I like checked out. Like. No, nah, that that main theme, um, eh. the ecstasy of gold. Uh, yeah, Ennio I couldn't. Oh, that's a that's a legit incredibly great composition. I just thought it was so and boring. It was just like, it was like, you know, like how they show the dust or whatever going through the desert. That's how I feel about the whole movie. Um, I feel like the whole movie is I've, just I've, that again, dusting. I've, like, I've never watched it. I, I've never watched the movie. Um, I know I, enough about it, but that's a different era of film. Is it the 60s? That's a different era of filmmaking altogether. Oh yeah, um, I love Breakfast at Tiffany's. I love like some like I loved um, the Seven Year Itch. Like I'm not. I think Seven Year Itch might have been 50s though. I don't think that was 60s. Mm -hmm. I'd have to double check. Like I'm not like against like I love like look. I appreciate the movie for what it is, but like not not so much appreciate. Like I get what it is. I get the significance of it. I'm not gonna hate on someone for liking it. I just personally I thought it was so boring. But I also don't really like western films. Yeah. So interestingly enough, I was only I was only hipped to this um, maybe in the last like five six years. So the term is spaghetti western. Um, I did not know what oh, any of that ever Oh, I thought Spaghetti Western's meant. more like um, Quentin Tarantino. No, um, now here's and here's where and here's where things get you know ugly, as in the good, bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Uh, the term Spaghetti Western itself is apparently a pejorative term because it was incredibly cheap to film in Italy at the time. So. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's messed I, up. Yeah. So that's that's not. That's not cool. That's not cool at all. You know. 
Um, like that's the thing. Like you, you could have called it, you know, Italian Western, you know, but it was also called like Macaroni Western and stuff like that. I'm like, dude, that's not cool. But then again, again, this is the '60s where people were um, just saying whatever, you know. Yeah, they weren't really the nicest. Yeah. Lack of a better word. Yeah, and again, it's like this is not cool, you know. And I do know that people love that era of movies, knew that style of movies, mm-hmm. you know. And as far as like the Tarantino thing, like yeah, he made Django Unchained and stuff like that, which is um, a follow-up, I think, for like Django and the Tragic Heroes and stuff like that. Um, but that, I liked no, that movie. I thought it was very well done. Also, mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio's acting. I mean, he's always a great actor. Leo always brings that. Um, this will surprise you none. I have not seen it. Oh, I'm not that surprised. <laughs> um, Actually, a fun fact about that movie. Yes? So, Leonardo DiCaprio, his character... This isn't a spoiler. Like, okay. this is just... He um, ends up... He puts his glass down and he ends up cutting his hand. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard he about actually, that. Yeah, yeah. he actually really did cut his hand, and everyone's reaction was real, and he kept acting. Yeah, that's uh, that's commitment. That's that's a. Uh, so. Yeah. I'm just you know Leo, team. I love Leo. <laughs> he is like definitely one of my favorite actors. Like I feel like, I mean I don't know if you ever seen What's Eating Gilbert. Gilbert Grape. Yeah. I have not. That's a really good film. It uh, features him and Johnny Depp when they were really young. Like, really, really young. And, like, honestly, they both just... The acting in that movie is phenomenal. I, hmm. It's uh, definitely more of an emotional film, but I would say, like, it's worth watching. I'm, I'm a very emotional person. It's a really, really good film. Like, you should... <laughs> I feel like you should watch it. I think you would appreciate it. I will try. I will try. I mean, I, I still have to watch the uh, Trebek thing. Oh, I, yeah, I want to yeah. watch that. Yeah. 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 I, you know. I know. Um, <laughs> so uh, the life. topic of you know topic of film and what you enjoy and stuff like that. That's um, again, it's it's hard for me because now I'm, I'm I'm trying to think. I can't even think of the movies I like. That's how bad I am with this. That's just, <laughs> like <laughs> my my default answers are always like Shawshank Redemption and um, that's a good film. Yeah, I mean it's one of those like you you can't mess with that movie. Yeah. Um, anyone who wants to, they can go outside. <laughs> whatever I don't, I don't talk to you but I, I can't even th- I, you know what um, I liked Hero very much oh I never saw the, that um it is it is pretty pretty well done everything about it really artistically done like the the fight scenes are like very very well filmed very mm-hmm. like it wasn't like just this you know, kind of choreography you'd expect from like Donnie Yen and Jet Li and stuff like that. Um, who Donnie Yen is one of my absolute favorites ever. Love Donnie Yen. Absolutely love Jet Li too. Um, but you know, it's all done in a very, very artistic style. So it's like um, there's a lot of string work, but 
uh, not in the kind of way where it tries to hide the string work. It more embraces it, like the same way that Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon would have. You know, um, it's a it's a very pretty movie. I'll tell you that. Definitely worth definitely worth the time. I, I think it's like I think it's like two hours long. Um, no, it's not even two hours long. It's like an hour and a half long. But whatever. Um, great, great time. You know, less than uh, less than two episodes of Russian Doll. You know, have you watched Russian Doll? By the I way, I have not. Fantastic. It's it's like a messed up version of Groundhog Day. Yeah, I've heard good <laughs> things about it. I've been watching honestly a lot of Naruto. Really. Yeah, my cousin you know, got me into it. I, I, I was hating on it for the longest time because I just didn't like it. I saw a few episodes like, man. He and said again, the like, beginning's was... really like, you got to get through the beginning and then it gets really good. Yeah, I didn't get to the beginning. I didn't get to it. And I know that, I know it goes OD. I know that. And I'm a huge DBZ guy. Um, I even like uh, Dragon Ball Super. Dragon Ball Super is fantastic. Yeah, I never even... got into Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, um... I could probably talk about that forever. Uh, <clears throat> I could talk about Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon is one of those also like, that's one of those like lifetime anime that stays with you. Like if you were a fan of that, um, and then like again Sailor Moon stuff also gets OD because. Oh my god! When like, they start getting into the past lives, that's where. Oh, when they start getting they into like get universe into breaking people, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> and like. It goes deep. Like, Sailor Moon gets deep. I love Sailor Moon. I could talk about Sailor Moon for hours. <laughs> so here's something for you. A little bonus story. Um, 1997. Uh, the year my brother I, uh, was born? Oh uh, Yeah, the year I was a senior in high school. So... <laughs> um, the... <clears throat> the uh halloween uh activities and stuff were like every club in in the school had something to do uh i was part of a few different clubs and one of them was the international cultural society which was comac's way of saying look how diverse we are <laughs> so comac was trying to diversify <laughs> Well, <laughs> diversify your bonds. They're trying no, to pretend um, to be diversity. They were, they were trying to pretend to show how multicultural they are. And, you know, Suffolk isn't known for honesty. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> nope. Um, we sweep it all underneath the rug. And we never talk about it ever again. In fact, don't talk about the rug. But, um... The, the girl I was dating at the time <clears throat> was a very, very big Sailor Moon fan. Um, we, you know, we all watched anime. We liked it. But this is back when you had to go to Chinatown to actually get, like, cassettes and stuff. And, you know, like, you know, like, leave school or, like, don't, don't show up and just sneak off and grab a train and head over. Mm-hmm. Um, which, again, yeah, I'm kind of typical if you knew me at all. But, um... She was saying how she's going to make a costume, and, you know, I'd never heard of cosplay or anything like that. It was just, you know, they was making a Halloween costume, whatever. Um, she was making costumes for herself and all her friends, and they were all dressing as the Sailor Scouts. Oh, my God, were you uh, Tuskedo Mask? I was not. I was not. Uh, I was, um, 
I'll get to that in a second, actually. Okay. So she, she started telling me that she was going to make a costume for me because we were also in like other clubs too, you know, and there was like the music stuff and all the, the sports things and everything. Um, I was like, well, I might be busy because I have all these other things to do. Um, and I was, I think I was like an officer of like two of these clubs, which basically it just means I sat there sometimes. Uh, so she told me she's going to make a really special one for me because she really wanted me to wear this. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Um, sure. You know, and I never watched Sailor Moon. You know, I was, I didn't, I didn't really know anything about it. I knew that tuxedo mask was a thing. So I was expecting her to make a tuxedo mask thing for myself. But uh, she did not go as Sailor Moon. She was dressing as Sailor Mars. Um, Sailor Mars is cool. Um... So I don't know the lore behind this, but there was a another character uh, called Prince Diamond, right? Or, or Prince, I don't know, Prince Diamond or Prince Damondo, depending no, on what. No, Prince. I, I don't know. I know who he. I, I have a hard time um, pronouncing his name. I know who it. Wait. Okay. Keep telling your story. Oh no! It, 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 it's it's all good. Um, oh. Oh, Prince Demand, the Black Moon Clan. Yeah, Prince Diamond, Prince Demando, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, yes, leader of the Black Moon Clan and uh, secondary antagonist. <laughs> you know. Yes. Um, oh my God. So. Yeah. yeah so, um, I remember going to like the Goodwill store with her, and she was like picking out like white pants and stuff like that, and I didn't know what she's doing because like, whatever. Um, and so she's like, here, I made this for you. Uh, she made a costume, um, uh, with the white pants and the white shirt and like this purple V and <laughs> like all these other things. And I actually have a picture of it somewhere in my house still. Mm. I'll try to send it to you. Um, but with the cape and stuff and like, instead of having like a scepter or whatever, it was like a. It was like a broomstick with like a with like a snow globe on it. It was pretty fantastic, actually. <laughs> um, so she's like, "Here, this is the costume for you." I said, "The hell is this? <laughs> it's the it's a it's a white it's it's white pants and a white shirt with a cape and a purple V. Like, I like. Do you want me to get arrested? What what is what is happening here?" And that started this huge fight. Um, really bad uh so you know here comes halloween and the in the in the comac school it was called halloween happenings and here i am dressed like this and if you're picturing it i both appreciate and both despise that you're doing that so here i am i'm a visual thinker so i i know you are <laughs> <laughs> And the very nature of this, you know, this audio is is about people have something in their mind. So, yes, any of you out there, um, yeah, try to find the pictures. I think I have the only one. But you imagine me dressed in all white pants and all white shirt with a purple ass V and like this weirdo cape that didn't even fit. And like, just <laughs> like, ah. Uh. So, I'm there and. They're, they're all dressed as a sailor scouts and stuff and I'm like oh my god and 
you know, I'm there and I'm clearly unimpressed. I'm very unhappy. I don't want to be there. Um, and so this, uh, the thing on Halloween happenings was uh, that neighborhood kids could just go and trick or treat up and down the hallways in the Comac High School. It was just a kind of like safe environment um, that parents could bring their little kids to, even though the Comac area is you know relatively lifeless there's nothing going on here um so this one little girl goes it's sailor moon you know and she's like who are you (laughs) and because i am a swine and i am not a good person (laughs) i'm like i know sailor moon i'm a pimp and these bitches work for me how dare you you do not disrespect sailor moon like that in the name of the moon i will punish you (laughs) i summon the powers of uranus i don't care hey uranus that sailor sailor scout uranus is a badass uranus uranus Uranus, whatever uranus (laughs) will kick your ass and I was really like, angry and rejectful. And I was the kind of person that kept like a boombox with me in my locker and in my gym locker. So, you know, I I just went back to the gym because it's actually like by the gym uh, because like the the layout you know, of the school. If and I was if I was um, cosplaying as Sailor Mars that night, I would have brought like the strip that Sailor Mars uses to exercise demons, and I would just throw it at you the entire night. Oh, she was throwing things at me. Oh, good, good. <laughs> no, I mean, I she wanna, actually clocked me. No, she actually clocked me in the I back of meet, my goddamn wait, dome. I want to meet her. I want to meet her best friend. This so is amazing. I, I, I quickly go to my I quickly go to my gym locker. That is exactly what I would box. do. I would, be thro- <laughs> I would be exercising demons, screaming at you. And I start playing this cassette tape of uh, George Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> like, do fries come with that shake? You know, just like, <laughs> um, and I had all the little like fifth grader and fourth grade kids are all like dancing around. They're like, this is fun. <laughs> and um, there might have been a chant that I started, where um, and and this is what got me eventually asked to leave the operation. <laughs> I had a bunch of fourth and fifth grade students like listening to George Clinton with me on a boombox while I have a bunch of Sailor Scouts and I'm dressed as an all white pimp with a purple V and I'm chanting out white ain't right white ain't right <laughs> <My God. laughs> and as these kids are chanting it with me <laughs> um, eventually um, as as the uh, as the song ended I said, I'm gonna go now, baby. I'm out, I'm out, I'm your superhero. <laughs> I just <laughs> I just ran up the stairs in typical K fashion. Um, that's how that particular evening had ended for me in the school. Um, the next, uh, I think the next week, uh, I was asked to leave the club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just... <laughs> You know what? I'm actually I'm actually shocked that you even put on the costume. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like I was I was like not going to at all, but then I'm like, "You know what? If you're going to make me do this, you're going to pay for it." You know? Be yeah. careful what you wish. I am the monkey's paw today. I love Sailor Moon. It's just such it's just so good. Um 
And that's the story of how I saved Halloween. Uh huh. <laughs> no, she was throwing things at me. Like her whole squad was like. Good. <laughs> I would too. She. <laughs> what? On that day, I introduced the kids to not only um, socioeconomic uh, awareness, but to... You um, disrespected a, a the Sailor Scouts. <laughs> you disrespected the Sailor Scouts on that day is what happened. Okay, all right. If we're playing this game, then on what, in what reality would you expect, you know, and remember the Sailor Scouts have like, you know, they have universal knowledge, right? Yeah. And, and, and they eventually become like ultra powerful. So... In what universe would you think, oh, you know, here's Kunal. I'm going to make him dress in an all-white suit with a cape and a broomstick with a with a, with a snow globe you Christmas ornament. You still don't disrespect the Sailor Scouts. And a purple V. I think that's dope. While the rest of my I friends like- look like... Like corner walkers. I think that's so cool. I would like what I'd be like. That's so cool. I can't believe you're like. I would have been stoked about it. I think it's a- cool. Again, I was not a Sailor Moon fan, and I was not. I I wasn't hip to any of it. Um. But that's the thing. It's like, would you think that's something that would happen in reality? And even like a few minutes ago, you're like, yeah, I wouldn't picture you even putting it on. Yeah, well, I just think it's cool that, like, you were a Sailor Moon character. Like, that's awesome. And and you weren't, you were, like, actually one that's, like, deeper into the series. It's not like you were just Tuxedo Mask. Like, you went deep. I, I didn't have, I can't, I take no credit on this. I didn't know anything about. I think about... it's cool. I wouldn't be hating <laughs> on it. That relationship did not end well. Yeah, I don't blame her. I'd be pissed too <laughs> if you acted that way. <laughs> If we're dressing up as the Sailor Scouts, you're respecting the Sailor Scouts. International Cultural Society for Multicultural Night on Halloween Happenings. I got a bunch of very homogenous looking people um, telling me how culturally diverse they are. No, no, no. That part I get. But I mean, you, I, my only problem with you is that you are disrespecting the Scouts. <laughs> Okay, ask me if I would do the same thing today. You probably would. I absolutely would. <laughs> and I would still find out, I would get like the little papers that Sailor Mars has and be throwing them at you. Oh, the sutras? Yeah. Like, <laughs> extracting your demons. Me? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, this makes me happy. I'm glad that I'm cracking myself up right now. <laughs> I love Sailor Moon. Like growing up, my so we had I had um the Promise of the Rose, um uh-huh. VHS at my nana's. So every time I was at my nana's, which was a lot, we always watched it. I would always put it on. I was like one of those kids that just watched the same movies over and over and over and over I, again. I watched the Ninja Turtles movie like an obscene amount of times yeah Yeah. so i watched um the promise of the rose all the time and (laughs) i fell in love with it to this day actually i can watch the um dub version of promise of the rose because i used to watch as a child but but typically i i really only watch subs because like i just can't deal when it doesn't match up um 
it's funny because like I have I still have like this one cassette that it's a bunch of the Dragon Ball movies on one the Dragon Ball Z movies on one cassette um, but they're not subs they're not dubs it's just the original right so I I don't know anything Japanese at all um, so for like the longest I can and I watched it again like you I watched it all the time for the longest time I had no idea what the conversations or whatever were so I had kind of had to make my own stories to like so many of these movies and to this day I have not watched some of the movies with subs that I have seen like in their original format and I, I think that's because I don't know if I want to hear what the actual stories are <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, like, I just had, that's the only one. Like, when I watch uh, Sailor Moon, like, in all the episodes, I've always watched, like, I said, the subs. But that movie, I can watch the dub version. But I think that's because, as a child, I watched it. So, like, it's, it's different. Yeah, that's stuff we kind of bring with us, which is cool, which is kind of like, uh, Now I don't want to go to work. I wish I could call out, be like, cough, cough, I'm sick. Meanwhile, I'm watching Sailor Moon. <sighs> cough, cough, SARS. I don't know. Um... I'll write you a note. I'm not sure if it'll help. Can the note be like she needs to watch the like she needs to watch Sailor Moon? I've heard, I've prescribed her three anime and call me in the morning. Yeah, right. My tea is cold. It's because oh, no. we've been at this for an hour now. <laughs> I guess it's that mark. It is that mark. It is that mark. Um, you know, I'll put a big thank you to everybody who's been watching. I'm sorry, not watching. <clears throat> who's been listening? to our podcast um it does mean like a tremendous deal to us and it is one of those things that we really hope that it brings you guys some sort of joy maybe you guys make your own stories in your head um some some of my friends are listening to us as they commute to and from work and to know that we make someone's commute better or just you know the end of their day a little more enjoyable that's pretty hip and we want to thank you for that for allowing us you know into your lives for one hour a week um yeah we appreciate it like honestly it does mean the world to me when anyone has an opinion or listens and i really do appreciate all listeners even if i'm like joking and saying something like you know whatever but we do appreciate you yeah um you know without you guys uh we would be talking to ourselves (laughs) uh Anyway, um, yeah, so we're at the hour, and uh, yeah, we it's about time for us to go. Really quickly, um, if you have a song of the day or album of the week, Sammy, hit us with it, if you do. Uh, My Chemical Romance, and okay. I wanted to say Three Cheers for a Sweet Revenge, but I think I'm going to go with The Black Parade. Okay, that's um. I mean, both albums are wonderful. Right. I mean anything, my chemical romance really, but yeah, I'm you know, are a big chem fan. I am. <laughs> you you are. Um, and actually and I know like I'm like their latest album, I can't help but think about how na 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 is like a hilariously great op- apocalyptic song. And I know like their latest album, like I have mixed feelings about like it's like I listen to it. It's not like one of my favorite My Chemical Romance albums, but I can't help but think like na 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 na. It's just a great like apocalyptic song and it's fun to drive around <laughs> to. Just like in, let yourself enjoy it and then it's great. 
How about you? So, uh, so are we going with uh, Black Parade for you? Yeah, let's go with Black Par- the Black Parade and specifically House of Wolves. House of Wolves. I do not know that song, so uh, I will have to listen with that or to oh, that. Oh, and I listened to Tom's Diner. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, I normally. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that song gets stuck in your head for a while. I've been I've been singing that tune as I talk with people this whole week, and they're like, "Why do you keep singing it?" I'm like, "Don't worry about it." And then they get stuck in everyone's head. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Apparently, that was like the first MP3. Oh, actually. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I put the description of that in the... I'm sorry, the the text of that in the description for last week's episode. Just a little excerpt, cool. so fun fact. Um, my album of the week that I've been listening to is called The Fourth Legacy by the band Camelot with a K. Um, <clears throat> they have stronger albums than that. Um, and I think that was with Khan as the vocalist before... Um, before the uh, switch over to um, Tommy. Uh, but yeah, that album probably was like the first Camelot album that really made me think, wow, this is really fun to listen to. Because it's like going through like a, a story, um, you know, kind of like the soundtrack to like some fantasy epic thing. Um, the, the track on that that I probably listened to the most would be Knights of Arabia or Knights of Arabia. That's how they pronounce it. Um, yeah, uh, it's like the steps. You can hear, like, you know, you hear the evolution of, like, songwriting and stuff. It's like the steps that you can hear in Camelot to, to them becoming more of a progressive group, to them become more, like, symphonic speed metal and stuff like that. So, yeah, I guess my song of the day would be Knights uh, of Arabia, and the album is The Fourth Legacy. I'll put links in the... <clears throat> in the description and once again guys any comments questions thoughts uh suggestions let us know and to those in the group chat today uh big ups thank you for the questions about uh androids and whatnot androids versus iphone so um i think we leave it off with uh to each their own you know uh, ease and simplicity live and let live Maybe, maybe. Is that the good, the bad, and the ugly again? No, I actually just really like that saying, (laughs) live and let live. Right. Um, Yeah, so to you all, we hope that you live and let live. So my name is Kunal. My name's Sammy. And until next time. Thank you, guys. Have a great week.